Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fesley, Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness, and we're ready to go after Damn That River. Brett put Damn That River in because he's a constant promoter, a constant promotion machine. That song will be performed live October 29th at the Night of the Singing Dead. Uh, the band that uh, you can't wait to see, that you never knew you wanted to see, but can't wait to see uh, at uh, Copper Blues downtown, our Halloween party. I can't wait for that. It's going to be fun. That one always, uh, Allison Chain stuff always comes off good. So that'll be a good one. Good job, Brett. Thanks. Come in here. I got Damn That River playing. I'm like, what are you, uh, are we rehearsing again? Hey, it's for you and Coleman. I'm promoting for That's your exactly guys' show. Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. He's a, He's a carny. He's a carny at heart. He's just barking, deep down barking. Uh, Brett said something before we went on the air, and he couldn't be more right. I was excited about football season about seven weeks ago, and uh, every primetime game that's supposed to just eat up my night, I'm, I'm trying to find something else to do. God, Hard. it started off great last night, and then that game got horrible. The talent of uh, the players is at an all-time high, and it's almost like uh, what happened to the UFC. Everybody's so equally matched, the fights are now boring. Like there hasn't like there hasn't been one really good primetime game. I timed it pretty good last night. Just got in on the uh, midway through the fourth quarter. Oh, that's when it was at its worst. Well, they had no first downs I didn't overtime. have to go through the. I did miss the initial oh. scoring, but they go over that. Oh. you know, during the downtime. The Let's show you how they scored again. Overtime, zero first downs, four three and outs, and it wasn't because these guys were playing such great defense. Just everything was just sloppy mess. It was bad. It was hard to watch. Punters icing their legs down again. Yeah, I like that. Well, no, the field goal kicker pulled his. Uh, I know. I'm just saying. There's so much. Lack oh yeah. In oh, the punters are 
The punters are the stars of every. Well, at the end of the game, if they interview the field goal kicker, is the star of the game. Uh, and that's what they did. You're like, this is this is. I haven't seen a kicker get interviewed on a national game before. That dude was awkwardly not part of the, the Los Angeles Chargers. He was just. Uh, he was. They were like, talk about you know uh, your oh the guys they uh, that offensive line like he's talking like he's not like he's just a fan. They worked really hard out there. It wasn't we. It wasn't anything. He's a kicker. You're not part of this. You're. You're a second business here. You're the Hydrox of the team, really. We're the we're the Oreos, and occasionally we have to break out a Hydrox for the poor kids. You go out, you do your thing. But yeah, kickers aren't put that apparatus on your leg. Yeah, compressed. I don't know. Thing. I don't know what that was. I don't know who said it first, but kickers aren't human. It's so true when you watch football. It's just like they're not part of this. They're they're never that good of friends with anybody. There, there's no second role they play you know long snappers even every once in a while can be an offensive lineman so they got to practice with the team kickers get a special spot on the field to practice get away from us you go over there they occasionally the see them during the game not prima donnas they're outcasts they're nobody yeah that nobody get, wants stay them. out of the way yeah and then if you make the kick at the end suddenly you've got 52 uh, new friends and then they forget your name two days later Unless you're Justin Tucker and you've done it. You have to do it for like 14 years consistently to have anybody go, all right, we can be friends with him. That's a horrible job. Poor bastards. Yeah, and nobody wants to be around you. You're not. Yeah, first off, if you think about being a kicker, you're not uh, physically capable of being what the guys on the field are. You're not mentally the same guy as anyone else. And uh, financially, you can't keep up with anyone else on the field. you got to hang out with the, the poorest of the practice squad guys. And they don't want you around because then if they see if like if they're hanging out with a kicker and the rest of the team sees them, they're going to get cut. You can go hanging out with a kicker. You and Robbie Gold wandering around together. Oh, he's my new best friend. It's like the nerdiest guy in high school. When you get saw or seen with him, the the kids who want to hang out with you are like, I'm not hanging out with you. You're with Martin Wang. <laughs> Martin Wang was the guy that I got. Uh, I realized I had to make a decision on my social life in high school. Martin was a full-on Asian super nerd, but I found him hilarious because I was the only person that ever talked to him. And we walked all the way from one side of Dobson High to the, they had these trailers way out on the other side, and it took like seven minutes to walk there. He had six minutes to get there, but it was a seven-minute walk, so there's always like a little light jog involved. And Martin, one day I just heard him go, F*** this. I don't, I'm not doing this. No more. No more. <laughs> this And, and that his... His next jump was the most irrational leap I've ever heard a human being say from then to today, which was, ah, they screwed. They, they, it's all up. They destroyed my pursuit of happiness. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is a constitutional bill of rights uh, adjustment he has to make because of this seven-minute walk. And then I started to walk with him every day and realized how angry he was at the United States since his family brought him over is that his pursuit of happiness was was under a constant attack. And I laughed for hours every time. Oh, that's no good. That pursuit of happiness destroyed. Like, that. that's where you always go, is that Thomas Jefferson said you had uh, the right to per, like pursue happiness. Your pursuit of happiness can never be hindered by another man, and that's all you see. Anybody gets in your way, they've destroyed your right to happiness. Oh, it was hilarious. Our guy in high school was a guy named Greg Guthrie. And they called him Arlo Guthrie because he was just the only way he could be a good kicker. He went on and kicked in college. What are you talking about? Kickers highest, again. We've moved on. Highest height. 
I was I think Brady's I, high. I, he went back to the kicker conversation. Yeah, I was <laughs> long left that. that. But I like you what you just made saying. me think of uh, what, yeah. what Quan was saying about life. Yeah. Oh yeah. About how it was ruining his life. Oh, I and see. The only way Arlo. No, okay, no. We get pop, pop, pop. I don't even know who the kicker is on our team. Get pop, alone. pop, a cool towel. <laughs> yeah, but I say that because when I hung out with Martin Wang, I was told by other people, "You can't hang out with Martin Wang and hang out with us." I'm like, "Why?" I'm just walking one side. You're destroying my pursuit of happiness. See, that's what they do, John. They put your your pursuit of happiness got ruined. I'm sorry, Martin. And then I had to choose to have that fun walk with Martin every day, or uh, not be seen with him ever again. So I wasn't seen with them ever again. I mean, they, <laughs> chicks involved in this. They see me hanging out with Martin, and the next thing you know, uh, we're only hanging out with fat nerds and stuff like that. <laughs> Girls that come over and want to do math with you, and I'm, ugh. I want to see your roles. It's like so. Animal House. Here's Martin over here. Why don't you hang out over here? Yeah, it was, you, you, you go stay over here. You're not going to be with the fun ones. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was just being nice to Martin. You've, you've wrecked my pursuit of happiness. I tried that for a while, too. I tried Martin's life technique that anytime something was in my way, it destroyed my pursuit of happiness. doesn't work. You sound like a lunatic, and that's why people thought he was nuts. But I liked Martin. Martin, if you're out there, I miss you, buddy. I'm sure you're happy today or maybe miserable in expressing it at whatever engineering firm you work for. He's got babes surrounding him. He does not have babes surrounding him. He was destined for a life of never having babes surrounding him unless uh, he paid for it. And there's a good chance he and the other engineers – a guy named Samat and a couple other dudes who barely speak the language sit at uh, you know lobster and crab night over there at the highlighter and and just stare at the girls taking lobster yeah. like the Bill Gates you know just yeah. making all that jack now I can yep. buy who I want I can make this not what I want yeah. Yeah. I think Martin's not at that level but I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> probably doing enough to just get sluts to come over and dance for him and that's about all he's got. But yeah, kickers are the same. Brady's uh, back to Brady's story. Kickers are the same. <laughs> kickers uh, are people too. You have to realize if you hang out with one, the rest of the team's going to shun you. Or but I talked to time to work up, uh, you know, work on your stand up and stuff like the occasionally the Pat McAfee. Well, wow, that's he's. There's no occasionally. There's one guy. Pat McAfee's the only one. I couldn't tell you who the kicker on our team was for I Gilbert mean, High. Yeah, yeah. I, no, no clue. Nobody wants to know. <laughs> Yeah, you're paying way too close attention to high school football. You're a pedophile, even in high school, if you know who the kicker on your team is. You're way too into kids. The uh, uh, I've talked to Hellestray about that, and they don't want to hang out with the kickers because they they can't keep up with the money. They're always league minimum guys. It's like us hanging out with the promo crew. You know you're going to pay for their dinner. You know they're bringing their families. You invite one of the promo crew kids out, but there's going to be a girlfriend and probably a kid. That tags along to whatever it is you're doing. And we're going to go to the with. family. Come on, Jacob. You can come with. And then Jacob shows up with some girl, a couple of kids, maybe a mom or a dad. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, we all said we were going out. And I, I brought my entire family because this is my buddy. He's a kicker. You're going you're yeah. to pay for everything, right? Yeah, I guess so. That's why we don't hang out with you. Yeah, promo kids. Jeremy. He wanted to go to dinner. I took him to dinner once. And then uh, he offered to uh, take me to dinner. And uh, he showed me the two for uh, Tuesday coupon that he had for taking me out. Oh, he grouponed you? <laughs> he was trying to. Oh, I just oh. said, I'm not going. <laughs> a, I'm not going to a place that offers two for Tuesdays and uh, for dinner. Like maybe as a quick flyby on a road trip or something, but I'm not taking a shower. Well, I, should, I wouldn't have had to. No one else in that place would have. <laughs> you go to two for Tuesday and figured we'd take you out. I'm like, no, that's all right. 
You saved that. You bet for someone. Remember when we went to Ocean 44? Yep. Jeremy. Yeah, I want to return the favor with a two-for-Tuesday. No, that's not returning the favor. That's an insult. Just say thank you for the first dinner. Never ask me to go to dinner with you. You cost me one Ocean 44 meal to, to realize that Jeremy and I are not equally yoked for dinners. <laughs> Don't hang out with a kicker. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. They're very nice. Be nice to them. Don't be like James Corden. Be nice to them. The James Corden story is getting better and better. He got, he's, by the way, I've heard several people who know James Corden say he's only nice to you if you're a celebrity. And you have to be kind of a celebrity on the up. You can't be a past celebrity. You can't be kind of a celebrity that's fading. James Corden is only nice to you if you're a celebrity. If you're a regular person, he treats you like garbage unless it's for his show or there's cameras nearby, and then he acts like he's your best friend. Uh, and James Corden evidently is horrible. Uh, a great comedian from England uh, named Stuart Lee said uh, the best thing I ever heard about him. He goes, uh, always remember, James Corden is the UK's loss, but UK's loss is America's loss. Sorry, America. <laughs> he, no, everyone wow. in England hates him. He, he, they, Good riddance. They got rid of him. And they couldn't wait. So anyway, he got crazy angry at a restaurant. And I, the story's pretty great. Uh, he got super angry at a restaurant and started to treat the staff just terribly to the point where the manager said, Mr. Corden, get out. They kicked him out. It wasn't because. For life. Yeah, they, yeah, they banned him forever. Uh, so the news breaks and James Corden is banned from this restaurant for the rest of his life. And it makes James Corden look bad. And that's all he really cares about. So he calls apologizes like crazy to the owner and everything else. The owner was kind enough, or so it seems. I've run a restaurant before to say, you know what? I'm a, I'm, I've made mistakes in my life. Uh, no one knows more than me what it's like to be a jerk and need a second chance and try to have an apology accepted. So I accept his apology if he's, if he's uh, cool enough to apologize and admit his wrongdoing. I'm cool enough to lift the ban uh, here at Balthazar's and allow James Corden back. Then they invited him back. Please, James Corden, please come back to our restaurant. And to that I say, James Corden, don't you dare set foot back in that restaurant again. They are going to poison you with ep- You're going to eat so much boogers and You've bodily fluids. special fluid. dish for oh, you. Oh, they are going, yes, of course they want you to come back, James Corden. They are going to in everything you order. Everything. There are guys currently right now prepping your mayonnaise, if you know what I mean. That is not mayonnaise, James Corden. We understand in England you like uh, uh, like ranch dressing and mayonnaise with your with your fries, your chips. We made special uh, mayonnaise for you. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much. What a wonderful experience. Oh, my God. This tastes an awful lot like, but it's good. I like it. They're going to do it. Yeah, never, ever, ever, ever. Accept a restaurant's we'd like to make it up to you offer. Yelp reviewers, I see that all the time. We had a terrible experience. The waiter was this, blah, blah, blah. Underneath the manager comments, please, we'd love to make it up to you. Come in 
and tell uh, this person your name. Never single yourself out as the person who crapped on the restaurant. You're going to eat nothing but uh, Javier's and fingernails and everything else. You're eating it all. Never. Did you ever do that, Brady? Go on the Yelp and offer a, please, by all means, Stacy V of Glendale, come back to Porkopolis. We'd love another chance. We had um, oh, uh, Hammy's wife. She would respond to those things yeah. and, and, and basically yeah. uh, say that. Yeah, and she would put uh, her. Come back and we like to make it up. She would teabag your, uh, their water with her tampons probably and just a yeah, menstrual cycle tea, they called it over at Porkopolis. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yes, she did. But, uh, Hammy's been in the restaurant business far too long not to have his wife pissing in styrofoam cups for those special meals for those Yelp reviewers. Keep it up. Chris Valenzuela's were making a special oh, sauce. Oh, one. man. God forbid the wrong manager. Hi, my name's Stacy V. I'm the one who left the Yelp review. I'm supposed to talk to James Pierman, please. Oh, hang on. Let me get James. You left me a nice note, James, and told me to come back in. So here I am. Oh, we've got a special table just for you, Stacy V. So sorry your first experience was poor. Now, what can we get you? How about free appetizers? I'm going to stick my dick in. And you guys will have a lovely meal. This is much better than last time. See? Do a little complaining, get some results. Yeah, you're going to have a gutful like a prostitute tonight. The other thing that's interesting about the uh, James Corden thing is another restaurant has come out. Oh, yeah. And said, He's you know, horrible to people. Like- this isn't like shocking news. Everybody knows James Corden is just horrible to people. He's a he's a snotty little British twit. He's little Lord Fauntleroy. He wanders around like he's British royalty and treats uh, anybody who isn't famous like they're on fire. He's a terrible person. That's everybody's assessment of him in England and here. No one thinks James Corden is great outside of celebrities who can't stop raving about him because he just shoves his head so far up their ass. They're like, this guy's amazing. How did he not make it in England? The carpool karaoke sold a lot of music oh, for him. Sure. That's why. He's got loads and loads. Well, because he, he did a ton for those artists, making them look good. And James Corden's been great to celebrities. They love him. Jimmy Smith went on and on and on the other day about how great James Corden is. And I'm like, of course, Jimmy Smith. No one's talking about you in a nice way right now. You're the. No one. Like, Jimmy Smith does good work. People know Jimmy Smith. But James Corden. Gave him a tongue bath on TV, and he and now he's just like, oh, my God, James Corden's like the greatest person in the world. I don't know he's got this reputation. He's supposedly just horrible. So I hate to do this to everybody this early in the morning, but I'm going to make you confused for the rest of the day. Uh-oh. I'm watching uh, on, on YouTube. I've been kind of fooling around with this BBC stuff for a long time, and they've got a show that's uh, – uh, it'll mess you up, man. It's uh, – it's kind of called, what's it called? Like it's uh, something in the details or something like that. They basically find out what things are that you never really questioned, right? So it's, uh, what, what is the thing inside a Kit Kat? Like, no, they, they just say wafer. Yeah. But no one knows what's what that is. What's in the is. wafer? Do you know what Kit Kat's explanation of the wafer is? I do not. Discarded Kit Kat. Uh, Where did Kit Kat come from? Yeah. It started out as Kit Kat? No. Kit Kat wafers are ruined Kit Kats. The inside of a Kit Kat is old Kit Kat. 
So how was there a first Kit Kat? It's Inception. It's so, Candy Bar Inception. But that could that be every one of them? Because I can understand if, they, just, if they do the wafer. Nope. The you know, ing- and then it co- it's coated with chocolate. Nope. And ing- some of them break up. Nope. Not it. The the Kit Kat ingredients is discarded Kit Kats that broke without the chocolate on them yet. That's what. Yeah. They're making Kit Kats, and the ones that don't make it are what they make Kit Kats out of. But what I'm saying is some right. had to have made it. No. That's the way they make Kit Kats. Oh. That's why the screws you up. Shake them up. No. Got, no? It's unintentional. Oh. There's nobody out there wrecking Kit Kats to make more Kit Kats. Enough Kit Kat doesn't make it to create new Kit Kats. What a lousy company. You think <laughs> You think since the 30s they could have figured out how not to break the damn thing. It isn't about they do. It has to break or there's no more Kit Kats. Well, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> morons it's the craziest thing in the world so they're like well how did you have the first kit kat and they're like they were making something else it broke and they're like i oh, throw it away and they threw it away and then they made a paste out of that and that turns into the kit kat wafer and they make that and then that breaks sometimes they make a paste out of that make more kit kats and then that breaks and they make more kit it's the it's inception it's leonardo dicaprio and it's the most insane thing ever, and no one has an answer, even at Kit Kat, for how it started. It's worse than the chicken and the egg. Whatever in they're order doing, to, it's magic. In order to have a Kit Kat, you must have broken Kit Kats. They weren't making Kit Kats before Kit Kats came along. But to, someone decided, to, why don't we make No one decided. See, so you're not oh, understanding, Brady. Okay. You're, trying to, you're trying to make two things one. If you, if you have Kit Kat ingredients... Yeah. And break them. They become Kit Kats. There's no such thing as Kit Kat ingredients without broken Kit Kats. But they don't break the Kit Kats. They break on their own. How did they start? No one at Kit Kat can tell you. It doesn't have They don't a show process. the Kit Kat process line? Brady, listen to what I'm saying. You're not following. You think that there's a pro- You can't have a processing line. You need to first break all the Kit Kats. Then you can process Kit Kats. The material of Kit Kat requires Kit Kat. Okay. <laughs> it's like ribs needing to be cooked ribs before they're cooked ribs, or you don't have ribs. You can't just pull them out of a person and cook them. They're already cooked, but they're not done yet. They need to, be, they need to start over as ribs again. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's crazy, and you'll sit and try to make make sense of this, and you can't because there isn't like a place that makes Kit Kats. There's just a place that starts with old Kit Kats and makes Kit Kats. What? Uh, yeah, and then this is like telling them there's no Santa Claus. Uh, exactly. You're, you're over here. Well, no, there's a plant. <laughs> you make, ruin make the, the magic. <laughs> they make the wafer, and then they cover it in chocolate. I've seen the commercial; it's delicious. Uh-uh. Can't have a Kit Kat without first having a broken Kit Kat, which means there had to be Kit Kats before there were Kit Kats. In order to have current Kit Kats. It doesn't make any sense. Give me a break. Stop it. Don't do that. Don't, don't diminish too early. the depth of this conversation, which is... What else? Give me another example. Your religion is easier to understand than the inception of Kit Kat. Another one. You think I could sit through two episodes of this? <laughs> yes. I found the Kit Kat episode. I'm like, I'm not going into another thing. This is impossible. I'd rather watch Monday Night Football at exactly. this point. That's pretty at bad. Least, at least it was... Somewhat, uh, you know, mind-numbing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
broken coaches. You can't have it without having had it first. It's 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 yeah, the, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the universe. It's the universe. Is it the Big Bang Theory? Was there a creator? There was no creator of Kit Kat. There were only Kit Kats that became okay, new. Okay, Willy Wonka. It can't be done. It's the chicken or the egg, then? <laughs> it is the chicken or the egg. It's the what's first. You can't have one without the other. Something had to happen first. Nope. No one at Kit Kat can tell you. It's weird. It says little detail about what goes into the filling that's not in the description, which confuses you. Inside, the actual Kit Kat is just Kit Kat. <laughs> Some Kit Kats get broken while they're being made, and instead of throwing them out, the company crushes them. And they say, well, what is that made of? Oh, that's old Kit Kats. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, what's inside of a Kit Kat bar is literally crushed Kit Kats. To clarify, Nestle turns rejects into paste, which is then used as a layer for the wafers between the bars. When that breaks, they make Kit Kats out of it. <laughs> it's great. Nothing else? No. It's only Kit Kats. Because there's nothing like a Kit Kat. There's nothing else that has that same wafer. Go figure it out, because you can't. It's on the BBC. I forget the name of the show. It's like How Things Are Made, or Let's Get to the Middle of This. Uh, Just wondering if they used the same paste, you know, for the Nestle Crunch. No. But that's actual, you know, whatever, right? Brady, the paste is Kit Kat. Question. No. It isn't some paste. No, it isn't some multi-use paste. Kit Kats. All right. Solely for Kit Kats. Made of Kit Kats. It's like a Russian doll. The this further, watch. the deeper you get in. Oh, this is it. <laughs> I don't know if this is it or not, but. Oh, this is just, just the process. No, this isn't it. Mine's on the BBC, oh, and it's okay. a TV show. But, and I don't show Brady this, because this is just the process. Oh, of, just oh, make that one giant. Everything you got right here, Brady, old Kit Kats. What are they doing gotcha. with it? There's the Making pace. new Kit Kats with them. They're succeeding with Kit Kats with old Kit Kats. What does Duran Duran have to do with this? Why I don't know. It? It's, <laughs> why is it coming undone? It's the Muzak version of Duran Duran. Yeah. Everything you're seeing is Kit Kat made of Kit Kat. It's a dream inside a dream while you're dreaming. And then Leonardo DiCaprio shows up and he tells you he's here to fix your dream with more Kit Kats. It is. It, it ruins your day because then you try to sit and figure it out like Brady's doing, and I don't think his mind's ready for that. No, no. I don't think you can. I don't think you're in that mode because it would require something that you were taught early age to never do, which is ask questions. Don't question. You the just Kit accept, Kat process. accept it's a thing and you move on from it. Is it good? Oh, it's called. It's a. It's a series called Inside the Factory. Oh, okay. And uh, it is. It's it's chocolate bar inception because Nestle doesn't know. Now, at this point, how it's made. People at Nestle are like, we don't know. We just know how it happens. They just happen. And they don't know how it started. It wasn't a mistake making something else. Kit Kats just appeared like they were. It's the closest I've ever been to believing in God. <laughs> oh, here's Kit how, here's Kats, how M&Ms are made. Oh. Don't do it. Is Kit Kat Lake serious? Is Kerry Lake serious about secession? That's how <laughs> M and M's are made. You have to have Kerry Lake talk about uh, breaking the state out. Yeah, I, I, it messed me up. It says you'll get into an infinite loop of trying to figure out what came first. It's a loop of Kit Kats that never ever ends. So then the question is, what is the original Kit Kat made of? 
There is no original Kit Kat recipe. <laughs> Figure it out. But they're delicious. <laughs> Accidental food. This is how M&M's are made. Don't get me started on this. This was a this was a wormhole, man. I was deep. I was floating through space last night on some sort of acid trip. Did you oh, have an edible? Is, I, I wish. Yeah, Wheaties are and maybe I could have figured it out. You know what I think it is? I think this is the same thing people talk about when they go on that Hyeska stuff or whatever that is, that mind-altering yeah. liquid that everybody has a, a... I think I did that with the BBC. and the. Uh, you and Aaron Rodgers were doing I, a Me and Aaron Rodgers were uh, hiawatha and out there in the desert. Uh, talking to Indians about the origins of the Kit Kat, and it just appeared one day, and then they broke it and made another one out of it, and then they multiplied. Somehow, from one came all the Kit Kats. It's Adam and Eve. They just showed up. No one can explain it. It's the pyramids. They're, they're the pyramids of candy. I know you're trying to do the math. Don't. I've already figured it out. I've got to figure it out. Okay. They're delicious. That's right. That's all you need to know, public. They showed up, and that's all you need to know. Accept it. Have faith. This is the only time you have to say that, and it actually makes sense. I have faith in the the Kit Kit Kat factory. will show up, and there isn't one, Brady. There isn't one. They're just happening. And then they look over, and they're like, all those got ruined. Good. Now we can make them. Finally, we can make a batch. It doesn't make sense. That they have to be ruined to happen. Because if you think about that process, in order to make them, they have to be ruined. How are they ever finished? It is very faith-like. It's incredibly faith-like. humans are all broken. In the, oh, God, no. In that, well, that's God's fault. That's, he built a bad product. That's all. And he makes the, the Kit Kats. That's all I can think of, though. There has to be divine intervention at a certain point and to say, the only way this car works is if you smash it. And turn it back into the thing it was. Huh? Yeah, it doesn't taste the same unless you take the ingredients and break them and then make the ingredients all over again from the same things. It's like having eggs and trying to put them back in the shell to make eggs. Tell you what, you can get Yeah, more. exactly, Brett. Brett understands how to be confused about this. Oh my God. Yeah. You've got an egg. You broke the egg to get the center of the egg out. You scramble the egg, and that's the only way you can have an egg. Wow. <laughs> in the shell. Yeah. Oh, go f- yourself nestle this is insanity but i just thought of a great idea you could definitely get more people attending church now if you served kit kats for communion oh yeah jesus was made a kit kat god made kit kats yeah. well there's another way god screwed up he didn't make jesus tasty enough i think he's boring he's very flavorless grape wine and a bill crack like it's a, a soggy some churches have yuck. gone uh to uh crush up some hawaiian bread or the sweet yeah but they they like Crust it you up. Pinch, you pinch. You get, you get a, a real like it. a loaf, and but yeah. it, but they leave it out all day, and people are touching it, and it's no. They try out. not to do that. They try to do a fresh. one. I've been to a couple. No, churches. look, Jesus <laughs> needs to be chocolate and candy. You expect them to bring out a yeah. charcuterie board <laughs> from like well, a crouton, you, you a know, Hawaiian crouton. You know what I like is that Brady has taste tested the Christ. <laughs> oh yeah, at different churches. I like the one they serve over there at the. Uh, There's the a distinct CCT. taste for the Catholic wafer. <laughs> Right, but you've taste tested Jesus. Yes. The ones that I like serve up Hawaiian Jesus. I've eaten them in many ways. That's nice. That's nice. Ooh, olive loaf Jesus. That's my faves. We got some pimentos in Christ today. That's good. (laughs) Yeah, they should have made Jesus. Then there's wine, and then there's, oh, that's Welch's. Right. What if you're, um, like, uh, you've got a gluten issue? 
I've noticed that they have the gluten-free Christ wafers, too. They have, like, different things oh, for do health. Oh, they really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you can go and I've have... I've never seen the option. I have on the Channel 7 when I watch uh, they have, like, Sunday morning service. They'll have a second go. one where so, they reach over and give somebody off another plate because they've got kosher needs or something. I don't know. Which I would question <laughs> if, if... Yeah, I guess it's the church. Because in the but, Catholic Church, that's all part of the consecration right it's supposed to be jesus but you also know he makes your stomach come on. he makes your stomach but if hurt. it's holy and and godlike yeah you should be able to eat it without having gluten right. problems you shouldn't have i mean problem. well, yeah. if she bubbles up she's a yeah. sinner <laughs> right but christ shouldn't upset your tummy you shouldn't need jesus pepto at the end or like a pill i can't eat any more of that christ it makes my stomach spin christ gives me diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to skip out on Christ. I really would like to, but I'm gluten. I'm intolerant of Jesus. It would be tough. Yeah, they should have made him out of Kit Kats, and they never. And then it would have made sense that Kit Kats are what they are. Oh, it screwed me up. Thirty-five minutes of that, laying in bed after the game. What the hell's going on with Kit Kats? And I don't know how I found it. I just did inside the factory on BBC, and you got that BBC voice calmly explaining to you that you are not going to understand this. Don't even try to wrap your head around it. Kit Kats are made of old Kit Kats. They come from the Kit Kat. The Kit Kat's origin is Kit Kat. <laughs> what are the ingredients of a Kit Kat? Kit Kat. Like what? Stop. First off, stop saying Kit Kat. And second, how do you make a Kit Kat at home? You can't without Kit Kats. Well, I've already got a Kit Kat. In order to make more, you've got to ruin those. <laughs> Why wouldn't I just eat this one? You don't want more Kit Kats, do you? Uh, is it like gremlins like, they multiply yes. when you put water on well, them? Very much it? like gremlins. Okay. Like you don't understand how come there's more of them, but you need one broken one to make four or five more. So I've got my Kit Kat ingredients here by opening up this Kit Kat itself, mashing it into the earth, and now I've got what I need to make more Kit Kats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. It screws you up. Can you imagine needing noodles to make pasta from scratch? No. Because that's Kit Kats. All right, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. This is how I went to sleep last night. And I know there's going to be somebody out there trying to explain it to me, but you can't. I had an Englishman do it last night, and he told me at the end, it's futile to try to understand what's going on. The best thing to do, go to your local druggist, grab a Kit Kat, and enjoy, and stop asking so many questions. Much like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Quit questioning all the Just details. Just accept it. None of it makes sense. Just deal with it and act like it's real. And if anybody says it's not, cover your ears and scream at them. In fact, we should have a crusade of anybody that tries to fight the origin of the Kit Kat. We kill them until they believe the same as us, just like the, the Catholics did. The Kit Kat crusades are coming. This is what the internet does. We used to have a normal life. That was not porn, but yeah. this, oh, it this, is. Is, this is a little ridiculous. And this was, still, I, I will have to admit also, post-porn. So my brain was okay, in its right. clearest okay. spot. I was very comfortable. So Ready tum- to learn. Tummy puddles were out. I was having <laughs> moments of clarity. <laughs> Ultimate focus. Nothing about your life is confusing for like the 14 seconds after your tummy puddle. It's like, oh, everything makes sense now. <laughs> and then I break off the internet. And they break off and a piece of that And you hit with a peyote hammer. It is. <laughs> Wow. The only way I can make Kit Kats is with Kit Kats. Which doesn't make sense why I wouldn't make Kit Kats if I already had Kit Kats. Don't eat that if you want more. <laughs> now I have to save Kit Kat? <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. I have to save a Kit Kat? Right. If you don't want that to be the last Kit Kat, 
You have to sacrifice that Kit Kat for more Kit Kats. Wait a second. So if I don't eat it, there'll be more of it later? If you'd like more Kit Kat, don't eat that one. And then don't eat the rest. Because it's the only way we can make them. Yeah. So they separate it in the trash? Broken Kit Kats? No. no. Don't finish There's it? There's no trash. Where it's you- an infinite loop. Where do I turn in the rest There's of my There's no Kit Kat? trash. There's no need for trash. There's no bad ones. They're all bad. Until they're deliciously good, and then they have to break those and make more. So the finished product of a Kit Kat is the beginning of a Kit Kat. There. I've said it. The Kit Kat you hold in your hand is what you need to make a Kit Kat. So is every Kit Kat yes. irregular? Every could be considered no. A- Every Kit Kat is the end and the beginning. It's of, the alpha and the omega and the omega of no of just Kit Kat. Gotcha. Come on, man. Yeah, sorry, Brad. I didn't mean to start your day like this. You've got all this Barilla noodle, and it's everything you need to make pasta from scratch. No, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. It's made from broken. Yeah, it's made from old pasta that they made pasta out of. And that's the only way to make it. So if you're going to cook that, you just ruin future pasta. Investigation? <laughs> oh, it's, 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 it's impossible. I liked it in the old days when the only candy uh, stories were about how much rat crap was in my chocolate. There's an acceptable amount of rat feces in every candy bar. Hair, feces, and such. Blood, fingernails, and such. All are allowed in a Reese's cup. In fact, it's the only way to make one. That guy's voice was awesome. We at the BBC decided to try to figure out what the hell is in the middle of one of these. And we regret it. Yeah, I just felt like I was going to shoot up into space, orbit the Earth a couple of times, understand everything, and come back. Nope, it just left me confused. And you know what else it did? Made me want candy. I couldn't have wanted one more at the end. I just went into the vending machine thinking, do we have those? Because all I've been thinking about since uh, about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night were Kit Kats. And the reason I started to watch is because I turned the TV on and Blake Shelton was on Jimmy Fallon. And I started laughing so hard because I'm like, you got to be kidding me. His reruns are all Blake Shelton shows. And I'm like, i got to watch something else. I can't sit through. This is funny. So take that to the bank, folks, and try to explain it to me. I don't want to hear it because the Kit Kat you buy is the future of Kit Kat. Okay. <laughs> now, badly do all of you want to just crack into one of those delicious little wafers. Mm, Pretty mm. bad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's get a wake-up song while we're all twisting in the wind right now. So, uh, you got to call us up, 585-9800, and give us a good scream, and we'll spin together. It's 98KUP. Wake up! It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.